What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Zachary Reality. I'm your host, Zachary Reality, and we are going to get into the nitty gritty of the perfect match finale today with a very special guest. Some of you know him as Bartifa, Barquifa, Barista. Oh, here we go. It's I've listened. I've never called you anything but Bartise. So that. <laughs> welcome to my podcast. Thank you for being here. Do you have a favorite nickname that fans have given you? I did a video on my top 10 favorite names a while ago. and I think number one was Great Barrier Reef. I don't know why that just caught my attention, but I remember seeing that and being like, that is just connecting A to B in like a way like this. It made no sense, but it was just random and out there. So I thought it was funny. But yeah. I get Barqueef a lot, Barf Tease, Bartholomew. I get the most random shit. So, yeah, and I called you Drake when I met you a couple weeks ago because that's I right. Thought, that's I right. thought you looked like Drake. So uh -huh. I get I get Drake in public a lot. I used to get Steph Curry in public a lot, um, but now yeah. I'm Bartise. So <laughs> it's, it's it's just Bartise, guys. Um, Bartise. But you ended up going on Perfect Match, which we all just saw the finale. Um, Dom and Georgia ended up winning. Did you yep. have a, did you vote for, or you didn't get to vote because you were in the final? I did vote. Oh, you did. I did vote and I voted for them. They didn't show me voting. Everybody in the house voted. Oh, e even yeah. all the finalists voted? All the finalists voted. That's correct. So did Dom and Georgia vote for themselves? Uh, I don't know. I didn't ask them that. They could have though. They absolutely could have. And so, they won by one vote. So if they did, then they would have, you know, been the deciding factor. So then I think the biggest question is why did you vote for Dom and Georgia? when Joey and Carousel were together from day one and they got engaged. Right. So part of the show was being tested and, you know, having your relationship kind of put through this pressure test and stress test and through the ringer. And since Joey and Carousel, sure, they did have the longest duration of the relationship because they never really wavered. They also had a lot of history um, having dated before the show. They, they were familiar with each other before the show. Um, and then you have Dom come in and have his match with Francesca, where he ended up falling in love with her and expressing his love to her. And then he was shot down by her by being heartbroken. Georgia being able to like, you know, be there for him and console him and then eventually he falls for her i just think their story um kind of fell more in the lines of the definition of a perfect match for me and that is not that's not to knock joey and carousel i love both of them and what they did on the show was incredible together and their relationship is amazing um but yeah ultimately i voted for dom and georgia do you think that's why everyone voted for Dom and Georgia? Like, that was kind of the reasoning? Because I think viewers were a little bit confused. Like, I was confused. Right. I think viewer. I mean, it, it, um, in a way, kind of Joey and Carousel is kind of like the easy answer, you know, because, oh, they got engaged. Oh, there's the ring. You know, they have history of their exes. Um, so I think Dom and Georgia was a more spicy kind of pick, and that's what, that's what us in the house wanted to do. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you went on Perfect Match, because I think we got to know you a little bit better than Love is Blind. I feel like... I want to say maybe you got like a redemption, but I don't even know because the last episode, like the way things kind of transpired with Abby, I don't think painted you in the best light. So yeah. what did you kind of think about that relationship and how it was shown and what do you want to maybe clear up about that? I don't know if I got a redemption. I think I look better than I did on Love is Blind. Um, but I think that's a product of, of the environment and the product of the show. And it's, you know, Love is Blind, you come from a, a show where there's that ultimate pressure of, finishing and getting to the altar and making that decision at the final moment. So that, that added pressure on Love is Blind is just a ton. And we didn't have that with Perfect Match. 
Uh, it's funny because you know there were some Love is Blinders that had made it to the altar besides myself on Perfect Match being Damien and Shane, and we had the hardest time kind of defining, okay, what, because we had to answer ourselves, like, are we the Perfect Match? What does it mean? You know, what do we win? So we were just like, dude, like, we're coming from Love is Blind where the ultimate thing is getting married. Like, we're taking this, like, this is serious. Like, this is kind of scary, you know? So, um, yeah, but so I end up ultimately um, having Abby being like my longest match in terms of days through the filming process. Uh, I think we matched maybe three nights, maybe two nights or three nights. So it's still not that much time. Yeah. Okay. So, and then the, the end of the episode, or I guess in episode 11 leading into episode 12, I was all over the place. Uh, and so this is where we get into me, like not having the, the, the redemption. Cause I was on a good show, you know? <laughs> And then I fell off the freaking wagon there. Um, and, and I, and I can give you some like behind the scenes information on that too, but I was obviously between Izzy and Abby. Okay. And there's a whole strategy that's involved in this show because you do want ultimately you're there to win. Like you want to win the perfect match. We had no clue what the prize was. We had no clue if it was a cash prize, if it was just a pat on the back or if it was the vacation, which it ended up being. So we were just like, okay, we need to. We need to put ourselves in a situation to make it to the end. But also, we're here to develop relationships. So it's like a gamesmanship meets dating. It's a very weird um, kind of strategy of the show. So with that said, being that late into the game and being matched with Abby, I knew Izzy was coming back into the house. They told us everybody's coming in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I have to have a conversation with her. And it, a lot of that's because we're making a TV show. Like, that's what people are going to want to see. And so you know that they're going to be, okay, Bartiz, go talk to Izzy. I'm, okay, fine. So we're talking, and I'm fully expecting her to just come and just, like, be upset with me and be mad at me. Kind of how, like, I felt with uh, with Inez when I had gone back to the hotel. I was like, okay, I was just sitting there in the, in the hotel room. like, damn, this sucks. I'm going to be back in the house. Like, she kicked me out of the house. So I thought that's how Izzy was going to be coming back, and she just was not. She was completely understanding and and just completely threw me off. And so since we had like two or three conversations that went really well, I was like, damn, okay, this is actually, when I think about my perfect match, when I think about winning this show, Izzy could be the one. Like, who knows? Like, how are we going to vote? How do we, how do you win this show? It absolutely could be Izzy, even though right now I'm matched with Abby. We, the night goes on, we continue drinking and everything. And um, I'm talking with two cast members back and forth kind of most of the night. I don't want to reveal who it was, but one. Crack that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain, let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com was like an angel on my shoulder and one with the devil on my shoulder okay yeah, the angel on my shoulder was very much like don't just stick with abby bartice you know like you're coming from love is blind you let the girl at the altar don't do it again i'm like you're right you're right you're right the devil on my shoulder is like bartice there's like not much else drama going on right now you're kind of the story fucking run it you know keep doing your thing are you talking about like to Contestants on the show, or maybe two yeah. producers. Oh, okay. No contestants on the show. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. So I, I so I just got carried away, and then I end up uh, going to talk to Abby, 
And she's pretty fed up with me at this point about how, like, I've kind of been, like, leading her on, um, you know, playing the game, so to speak, and um, just kind of giving her a false sense of security with our relationship, which I admit to doing. I was completely, like, I was definitely playing the game. That's what I was doing. Okay, so we get to the conversation. I think she said something like, you're going to look like such a dick. Yeah. Which I, I mean, I agree with. I was like, you're, you're right. And you said you didn't care. I said, I don't give a fuck what I look like. Yeah. Okay. And then, the, which, I mean, fine. The net where I, the, where I went wrong was the, the follow-up stuff. Because she did tell me, not in confidence, she told me filming a TV show. So I'm not sure why she said the whole incompetence thing. We were filming a TV show. There's cameras up all the time. So the whole incompetence thing. She did tell me stuff about her, how she was perceived on her past dough. Um, being 20-somethings and how he was not happy with the way that, you know, it was it was edited. And me being naive and being somebody that had, at the time, just finished filming my second TV show without seeing anything. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't care about an edit. I don't know what an edit can do. Like, I'm not here fixing or correcting an edit, which some cast members were trying to do because uh-huh. that's the nature of the business when you do a kind of Bachelor in Paradise type show, you know? And so I was just like, I don't give a shit like what I look like. I'm going to be myself. And since there are several people here reserving themselves or blatantly acting, I'm not able to get to know who they are. The looked like term set me for, a, for set me off. Um, but I've since, you know, I've apologized to Abby for that. I, I did not need to, like, blow a gasket and reveal shit that he was, you know, sensitive about and use it against her. So. And you guys are all good now? We're good now. Actually, funny story about that. We uh, we sat together on the airplane home from, from Panama. So, like, we're all good. Yeah. And here's the deal. Like, like another thing about this. When Blitz Love is Blind, you know, I dated Nancy for damn near two months. Okay. Mm-hmm. Perfect match. I probably knew Abby for two and a half, three days. You know? Okay. Did you so, watch her on 20 somethings? No, I hadn't. I didn't watch. I watched maybe the first couple episodes after I got back. Because you were I remember just I was, we were back. I was back in San Antonio with my family and I was showing them. I pulled up 20 something. I was like, oh, yeah, this is Abby. Oh, God. You know, I kind of screwed her over. And yeah. I went to watch two out to handle with my family. Oh, there's Izzy. You know, so it was like that. You had to do your research once you got home. Yeah, who you were dating. A lot of mm-hmm. um, people had bad raps like on their previous right. seasons. And there was also a lot of drama like Damien and Francesca, Mitchell and Chloe that had to right. like, be resolved and like played out for the camera. And you didn't necessarily have any of that since you were the only person from your season on Perfect Match, right? No, that uh, only person from season three, Love is Blind on Perfect yeah, Match. Yeah. But also Dom and Will were on shows that hadn't aired yet. So there were three of us down filming Perfect Match who had not, but also the, the mole's not a dating show, so it's not really yeah. as you know impactful as like Love is Blind. I hadn't seen myself on the show, and I, I'm not a big reality TV guy in general, so I really didn't know who else was down there. I knew the Love is Blind people, obviously. But yeah, but also they didn't know me, you know? And so that was kind of like, it was kind of a cool, you know? And, and but also did. What if they did? I don't, I don't know if they if they did because like even if even if no, I no, no. Felt... I'm saying what if they did see you on Love is Blind? Do you think you would have came into the house with like a target or like people wouldn't have wanted got wouldn't have wanted to get to know you because of all the drama that happened? Um, I think that's easy to believe, but I think that being on the other side of a reality TV show, being the reality TV person, you kind of you, you kind of get an understanding. Of yeah, you get an understanding of like what you go through and how tough it is dealing with being in the public eye, especially on a show like Love Is Blind that has such a reach. Oh, like like I'll put, I'll give you an example. Like Francesca, she is getting a major villain edit, and she is an absolute sweetheart. And I would not even after seeing Perfect Match, and I and I watched her season two out handle. I did watch that season way back in the day, so I knew who she was. There, I, there was no prejudgment there on my behalf because I was just like you're on reality TV, I'm on reality TV, like, let's bond over that instead of bond over what some TV show makes you out to be or what millions of people online say you are. 
for sure. Were you team Francesco or team Savannah being there? Um, so I was never in the house in the same time as Savannah until the very end. Okay. Um, and I have heard that, I mean, I don't want to pick teams. I'm not here to pick teams. Yeah, okay. I like, I like both those girls. They're very cool. I like all the cast members. Like, I'm not here to pick teams. We, and I want to, I would like, it sucks that I'm already seeing like TikToks and reels posted like kind of subliminally attacking. I've been, I've been attacked several times already by cast members and that's freaking, that kind of sucks because they can say it's all fun and games and they're all trying to get engagement and interaction and comments and stuff. And my, and my name is like, you know, very triggering right now. So that's fine. I mean, I understand it, but like we should be banded together because we went through this together. This is a, this is like a trailblazer type show for Netflix. They've never done this. Like I just talked to a Netflix exec today and he said, this is like the NBA all-star game. Like everybody comes together, you know, everybody's the main player, but who's going to like win the dunk contest. Who's going to win the three point shootout. And so when you get people together that are like this, this um, you know, special level of Netflix TV and they start attacking each other, that's like, you know, that's like a fire in the house. It's like we're one family. We're living this fire. That's not cool. But it also makes the show. This is reality TV. So we kind of like the teams, the versus versus. I mean, I, I just asked that because I think Savannah and Francesca was probably the biggest feud of the season. Other than yeah. that, it seemed like pretty much everyone got along and didn't have drama other than like their coupled drama. But this was a really good show. I watched all the Netflix shows. I felt like this was a really good cast. I think they should do it again. I think it was a good format. I think there should have been bigger stakes at the end. Maybe they should have told you what you were playing for, or maybe there yeah. could have been money involved mm -hmm. so that it, cause then you, you, you said you just knew you wanted to win, but you didn't even know what you were trying to win. And if right. you really weren't into the girl you were with, it was just like, what's the point? It's strategy. It's, 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 it's a combination of that. And it's a combination of not knowing the true definition of perfect match. So, and like I said earlier, being from Love is Blind, you know, we put a little bit more weight into like, okay, what does this mean? What does this perfect match mean? Whereas if you're on a show like Too Hot to Handle, like The Circle, like it's, it's you might not put the weight to it. Uh, the, guy, the person I talked to from Netflix today was like, if I had to find perfect match, it's a step right before boyfriend and girlfriend. And I'm like, oh, well, if I would have thought that, you know what? I'm, I'm playing the game completely differently now, you know? Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. So the ending happens. Everyone like votes. Um, yep. Dom and Georgia win. Well, it turns out none of these couples are together. Um, yeah, boom. Yeah, shocker, huh? <laughs> Dom and Georgia broke up. You know, we'll hear them, you know, speak about it whenever they want to. Chloe and Shane broke up. Carousel and Joey broke up. They got engaged. That's shocking. Is anyone together from this season? No. Uh, I heard some rumors about one, two people in the house, but I don't even know if that's true. I think they're just faking that. Um, but if you look at the final five, I still talk to Izzy. I'm still in communication with her. I don't know if I can say that about any of the other <laughs> matches that were with me. So we should have won. And you know what's funny? Uh, they they changed um, the voting strategy, the voting style in the house. Like like we talked about at the beginning, we were allowed to vote. Um, and this is a season one show, so a lot happens on the fly. They didn't make it seem like on the final edit that we were allowed to vote. But um, me and Izzy had a lot of votes. I'm going to leave it there. Me and Izzy had a lot of votes. <laughs> I who's voting for you? You guys didn't. No offense, but you guys didn't deserve to win. Right, I know, but you know, people were upset and and wanting to vote. So interesting. Where does Izzy live? Izzy lives in Manchester. Oh, Manchester. That's how she says it. Yeah, Manchester. Okay, so you guys are still like talking as friends. Yeah, we'll still talk as friends. We'll FaceTime every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, just keep it up. So, are you more likely to get back with Izzy or Nancy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I think Izzy's more my speed. Yeah, yeah. Do you still talk to Nancy as friends? I, we just watched After the Altar like a week before Perfect Match came out. I know. That's insane. Like, I had two shows come out in, in, in a matter of uh, four days. Um, no, I haven't talked to Nancy. Uh, I think the last time I talked to her was when we filmed the reunion. So, no. But actually, After the Altar, that was, a, that was interesting because that's when, like, you guys see her cut me off. 
But mm-hmm. then, you know, that actually after that party happened, this is that she was sitting on this couch. I had an after party at my place and she freaking came over to it. So I'm like, you're saying we don't want to be friends. Like, what are you doing at my after party, girl? So yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those things. I thought after the altar was pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I think Alexa and Brennan got like a lot of backlash from it, but they were also like, you know, the couple that everyone loves. Yeah. Like the example. Um, what did you think of how that played out like on the TV? Was it like accurate to what was happening when you filmed it? Um, I think, yeah, I think everything that I was a part of with like the me and Nancy barbecue date that we had, I think that was like exactly what happened. Um, I think the bro time that Cole was excluded from where we kind of played uh, like bowling with, with footballs. I think that was very accurate. Brennan was very much pressing his, his agenda uh, towards me and Matt and SK um but i think we all handled ourselves and we all it was kind of like sk matt and myself against brennan and brennan kind of just directing everything towards us and that's what they made it seem like too so that that was accurate um and then the party there's actually one thing that didn't get shown which was when me and cole meet up and we had our own time where we talked about everything and they didn't show that i wish they did because that was fun um and then the last thing was the party situation and that was very accurate too i they did a great job of, of portraying how it actually went down yeah, I mean, and you and Nancy had such a dramatic like ending on Love is Blind, but then it doesn't even compare to what has transpired b- between Raven, SK, Cole, and Zenib. Like, it's just like, Love is Blind is so good. I mean, the Netflix, there's just so much drama with like these couples. It's so intense. Um, yeah. What do you kind of make of all of that? You said you weren't into reality TV before. Now you're kind of caught up in this world. You know a lot of these yeah. people off camera. So yeah. what do you make of like your whole experience and some of the- I was shocked yesterday when I got a, I got a news, not like a Netflix update, not like an Instagram update. I got a news update about SK breaking his silence or something. I didn't look into it, but I was like, why am I getting news updates about mm-hmm. love, about reality TV? Like, holy shit. Like it's not, to me, it's not that big of a deal. Like I, but yeah. you know, I do, I wasn't a reality TV fan. Uh, but being a part of it now, like it is a freaking big deal. Like I get tons of DMs and, and people reach out to me all the time. Um, but with that, like a lot of drama does come after, you know, after the show, because these are real relationships that we form. Uh, and it's unfortunate for perfect match because no, you know, relationship is left standing, but that's a different type show. So with love is blind and the general audience of love is blind is like, okay, like we're, we're, we're hoping for that true love story, that true romance story. And you have that with Alexa and Brennan, you have that with Matt and Colleen and the successful couples and other, other shows. So of course there's going to be a, where are they now? What's going on? What's happening in the news? And then unfortunately for people like, I guess myself and SK, if you have some, like for SK, if you have like a scandal come out, that's going to be kept up with. Or like mm-hmm. with me, um, if you're like seeing like some, some sort of player manipulator and you're out in public with, with like some girl and that's going to end up on TikTok and go viral. So like it, it's, it's, you know, our lives and love stories don't end with episode 10 reunion. You know, yeah. it's continuing. And so. how does that, and how do you like that? Do you just, are you just used to it? Like how did you even get on the show to begin with? Uh, so I got on the show Love is Blind um, with an Instagram DM. It was from the casting company, and they just DM me saying, you know, we're, we're shooting a show in Dallas. We think you'd be a good fit for it. It's called Love is Blind. And I was like, oh, that's fake. So I ignored it. And then two days later, I ended up, like, talking about this DM that I got with some of my friends. They're like, dude, do it, do it, do it. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, auditioned for it and everything, and they flew me out. Perfect match. They, uh, they called me a, on a week's notice. So actually, that's a, that's a good story to tell. Uh, so I, I dated Nancy and we we got finished. We had our wedding, I guess, July first of twenty twenty one. A few months later, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 get, I get in trouble. I get in trouble for 
for I always talk too much. Okay, I'm authentically yeah. myself, and I talk very fast, and I always talk too much, and I get in trouble with Netflix a lot. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So I, we do that. Uh, me and Esther are done July first. A couple months later, I think October, I start dating this other girl, and so I'm dating her for four and a half months. Mm-hmm. Break up with her. Literally, like three days later after I break up with her, I get this call for a perverse match. And they're like, Hey, can you fly to Panama and do this show? Like we just confirmed season three is going to be out in time. So we can ask you because of course they would need season three to air before perfect match. And she writes timing wise. And so I'm like, shit, like, I don't think I'm in the mentally, mentally mental capacity to go do this. Like, but at the same time, they were like, it's a spring break style show. It's going to be competitions and challenges involved. Like, it's all good. I'm like, all right, fuck it. Let's go out, get drunk and have fun. I show up and it's a lot more dating uh, than anticipated. So it is what it is. Yeah, I, I heard that. I heard that when everybody got there, they weren't aware it was like, going to be a dating show until they got there. We had no clue what we were doing. When we were, like, I remember being in the hotel room down there for, I think I was down there for 15 days without wow. doing anything. I was just in the hotel room, just like coming up with scenarios in my head, answering all these questionnaires. Like we probably did two days worth of questionnaires, uh, just about everything, just about love life, about sex, about, you know, matches and about your history. It was like freaking crazy. And then finally we get the call that we're going, I'm going on some dates. I'm like, whoa, I'm going on a date? Like, okay, with who? And they're like, you'll find out when you get there, this is the mm-hmm. me and this date. And so, yeah, it was, but I think that's what you what you get used to with the season one type production. You don't, they're not really, um, and what's going on for sure yeah. it ended up working out though i mean the show the show is great to watch it's entertaining to watch um, obviously i wish i did things differently but that's life yeah for sure so how many days are you, are you there before you start filming two weeks me yes i didn't go into the house until like the middle of filming so then when you get out of the house because you said you you left like i forgot but you left for a few days and then you got brought back in so when yeah. you leave, do you are you quarantined like by yourself or are you hanging yeah. out with the other people who were also eliminated? No, you are by yourself. You have your phone for 30 minutes a day, monitored, and you are in your hotel room. Okay. And then so how long were you in Panama overall? Panama overall was five weeks. Five okay. weeks. And I was probably in the house for uh, maybe seven or eight nights. Oh, so, so most of your experience, you were like by yourself. Hotel, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that kind of sucks, right? It does suck, but like the days in the house are long and they're tiring. And so if you get to go in the house, poor Elsie. Elsie wasn't coming to the she didn't get a chance. Like she didn't get a chance at all. She didn't, and she was alone in her hotel room for like a month. That sucks. Um, but if you go into the house and then like for the, like two or three days, you you're ready to get in the hotel. Like you're exhausted. I think Georgia has a clip on the show where she's like, I'm just like, I'm mentally not there. I can't even think of sex right now. Like, it's just like, that's how tired you are. Cause the long days, everything's filmed. You're drinking a lot. Like, it's just like, it's a lot. Yeah. And do you think it's like worth it overall? Like, what do you do for work? I'm a CPA. So I'm in financial consulting. So I still do that. Um, I, I have a bunch of other streams of income now. I have an OnlyFans now, so that's pretty cool. Okay. Everyone um, go subscribe. I'm, yeah. Go subscribe. Check me out on OnlyFans. Um, I'm doing a, a trip to Costa Rica that where I can host like 20 different fans and then we're going to go to Costa Rica together and party together. That's in October and just Instagram brands and stuff like that. So, but I still have my nine to five. I still have my main career, which is my main social income. So you'll just kind of keep that and then also just take advantage of the opportunities you've been given now that you're on Netflix. Exactly right. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying my best to take advantage of it because, you know, I, I do get a lot of love, but primarily it's a lot of hate and stuff. So I'm trying to make it worth it. You know, I'm trying to stay positive and try and smile, um, try to understand that this is entertainment on a TV. And, you know, it's just it's it's an exaggerated version of everything that you see. Yeah. And, and hopefully people who are listening to this interview or watching it can see that you're a chill guy. Like you're nice. <laughs> you're cool. You're not this like 
dick that you kind of come across on TV, but you also can kind of be a dick sometimes too. <laughs> I well, absolutely, I can, and I apologize to anybody I've ever been a dick to. Um, but but that's life, and I'm, I'm trying to look at these, and I, that's why I'm so blessed to have Love Is Blind and Perfect Match because I'm able to see myself. I wish that you know I was able to see Love Is Blind before Perfect Match. Yeah. Um, that way I could have had some time to grow. But I'm blessed to have seen myself through Love is Blind and not myself through Perfect Match because I can take a step back and really identify for myself what I need to work on. And I have done that. And I, and of course, people in the DMs tell me what I need to work on, but nobody, I'm very critical of myself. Um, and I have a great family behind me that's going to tell me the same thing. So I'm, I'm just grateful for these opportunities. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, two shows back to back. Will we ever see you on a third? Yeah, you know, this this perfect match show might, you know, it's. I don't think it's, I don't think they're going to stop at one. So we'll no, see. no, no. Yeah. I, 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 I can see, I can see this blowing up and being like, you know, MTV's the challenge where they have, you know, a recycled cast for a bunch mm -hmm. of seasons. So they just need higher um, stakes. They need money. I think. Right, 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 right. I have been, I know there's, um, there's a show on, oh, what's it, it might be in Paramount. It's called, um, All Star Shore. Also, sure, yeah, they asked me to do that. Um, there's, there's, there's a lot of show opportunities. Some, some for like villains only. Yeah, um, yeah, House there's, of there's, Villains. Which yeah, House of Villains. They asked me to do that one to. too. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I, I had turned that one down too. But, uh, but there's opportunities out there, so I might make a return to TV. So, are you um, single right now? Yes, I'm single right now. Okay, and yeah. if there was one contestant from your season of Love Is Blind that you think should go on Perfect Match next year, or maybe two, who do you think it should be? Oh, that's a good question. Okay, number one, Cole. Yeah. I think, and that's purely because everybody wants to see Cole. He's very unique. He's very different. I would like to see him in that. I would like to see him in that environment. Mm -hmm. um, also, Raven. I would like to see her there. Well, Raven's dating somebody now, so I don't, I don't think uh, I can say her. Well, maybe they'll yeah. break up. <laughs> maybe they'll break up, or maybe she'll break up with him to go do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like some other people may or may not have done. I don't have Yeah, exactly right. You never know. You know what I'm saying? You never know. Or maybe, yeah, that's, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> what if they put, um, yeah, let's not. What if you put Zeneb and Cole back in on Perfect Match? Is that a good idea or no? That would stir it up. Um, or I, SK can go to. <laughs> I think the Zeneb and Cole would be entertaining. And that's ultimately what Netflix and what we want to do is entertain. So I think you throw Zeneb and Cole down there, um, that'd be good. And actually, I, I was actually asking, um, like, the week leading up to my flight, I was like, yo, are y'all inviting Raven? I was like, yo, Raven, you come to Panama? Like, what's up? Because she posted on a uh, on a flight. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh, shit, they're having her come down here and throw some shit up. Uh, but she was in going to L.A. So. Uh, <laughs> maybe next time. Okay, do yeah. you have any anything else you want to clear up from Perfect Match? Do you have a regret? Do you have something you want to apologize for? Or do you kind of stand by everything? And, you know, it, it all it's just all learning lessons. You know, I tend to keep my apologies um, private and to the person who I need to apologize to. I don't really do that publicly. Um, but I will say that, you know, I, I am sorry for, like, the way that I communicated um, to, to both Abby and to Inez. Um, there were two times on the show where I kind of blew up and lost my cool um, that I, I would definitely take back. As far as regret, I obviously regret doing that stuff. But if I didn't do it, I wouldn't be able to learn from it. Mm -hmm. um, and I would be sitting here lying to you saying that that's the only two times it's ever happened in my life. because. It's it's that's just not realistic because if I did it like there, I must have done it before and not realized it. That's kind of why I wish I was able to watch Love is Blind before and, and reflect before doing Perfect Match, but that's not what I, the luxury I was given. So mm -hmm. it is what it is. Um, but that's my that's my my goal is to to analyze that and work on that. So so for maybe for my fourth and fifth show, you'll see a a truer and a better version of Bartiz. Okay, we might need we might need like a year in between so you can have a little bit more time. 
Yeah, well, it's been a year now. It's been we filmed yeah. this one year ago, um, and so my past six months have been when everything's aired. But I haven't been in front of the camera in a long time. So, so is that is that annoying when it takes so long to get to air? But yes, it's also it, part it, of the show. Like it's just part of production. That's what happens. No, I was talking to um, somebody from The Bachelor yesterday, and she was like, it, it took like 60 days for our show to come out. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it took like 18 months for Love is Blind to come out. Like, what the hell? Netflix, um, is, Netflix is notorious for that. And fans you know, get really frustrated, especially with Love is Blind, since people are people from season five are probably married right now, and we won't even see yeah. that until 2025. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it, 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 is get, it gets frustrating sometimes, but yeah. what, what can you do? Speaking of Love is Blind, season four comes out this month, March 24th. And I've heard some, I heard it gets juicy. I've seen okay. some, some, some stuff already. Gets will juicy, you be so. commentating on it? Maybe making some TikToks? I will be, but having been through it, you know, and I've said this before, I'm not going to like sit here and make fun of anybody. Uh, yeah. I'll give my two cents and I'll say, oh, maybe he shouldn't have done that or she shouldn't have said that. But I'm not going to be like making TikToks using people's names and stuff like that. So Okay. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Um, where can everybody follow you on the gram, on TikTok? And you follow me on the gram, follow me on TikTok, same handle, Bartice B. Check out the OnlyFans. I'm in the top 2% of creators already. It's been three mm -hmm. weeks, so that's pretty good. And yeah, that's it. I thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for letting me clear the air. Not really share my side of the story, but kind of just own up to everything that I've done. Um, and hopefully we'll be talking soon. For sure. I'm sure I'll see you, Bart, Bart Tweet. I don't even know what they call you. <laughs> Bart they call me everything, man. They call me everything. Um, Barquique, Bark, Barkoff, Barista. I like the uh, in that last date you had the green. Oh my god! I was like, you, you look know, like a Starbucks barista right now. That's that's so funny because I saw that uh, somebody Instagrammed that, and I was like, of course I have the green apron on. But when I after my date with Inez, my first time going into the house, the first and mind you, nobody knows me, and I don't know anybody else. The first person I see is Joey Sasso, and he calls me barista. Um, and this is a year ago. This is before anything yeah, ever yeah. came out. This is before all my nicknames. And I'm just like, what are the odds of this? Like, they're definitely going to air that. They didn't air it. But I'm just like, what? That's just like perfect. Yeah, well, I'm glad you could have a good sense of humor about it because these memes are just so hilarious. And I think yeah. we have to give a shout out to Melanie. Do you know Melanie? She oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out, Melanie. She's in, she's in all our DMs. She is. All yeah, the time. She is a diehard fan. Yeah, we love her love melanie she yeah. she helps me out a lot because she will watch everyone's lives and stuff and let me know yeah. what i need to know so i can uh -huh. recap it so she deserves a proper shout out she is gonna um, love that shout out hi melanie <laughs> Hi Melanie. all right thank you all so much for listening and watching this podcast be sure to rate and review and subscribe to my youtube channel if you are watching follow bartiz on the gram follow him on tiktok and we will see you guys in the next one Bye. appreciate y'all